Hey, I'm Stephen McWhorter, and you are listening to Build the Kingdom Podcast. And today I have a very close friend of mine. Um, I know I say that with all the guests, but it's true. I like to have people on that I'm actually friends with. And is Steve Latin. And Steve is a longtime friend of ours. So is his wife. I'm going to say well, is Jeannie Ladin. I wanted to have Steve on today to share a story that's not easy for a lot of people to share. Why do I want him to share it? is because it's real and it's actually hopeful the way that I've seen you respond to this. And if someone goes through such a tragedy as losing their wife to cancer, their loved one to cancer, someone to sickness, someone to death, and a lot of people go, why God? And your story is different. And I just wanted you to share it today. Thanks for being on here, man. <laughs> My pleasure. Well, it might not be your pleasure, but you're still you're still going to do it, it's right? It's still raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was it now? How long has it been when you first found out? So, Jeannie and I have been married for 20 years, and um, in, our, in our whole time in our marriage, from literally day one, was ministry. And it was, I mean, God, He supernaturally arranged our marriage. Uh, and I know a lot of people don't have marriages like that, but he did because I was just at the point where I was like, I'm not ever going to be married. I'm going to be one of those Paul guys that you know never gets married. I, I saw pictures of you, so it was a miracle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, for sure. If you've seen my wife and if you know her, you'll know what a miracle that is. So God arranges our marriage. And we do 20 years of boots-on-the-ground ministry. Yeah, did we did mission trips, but we did what was called what we called relational ministry. And we believed it all. We were taught it all in the very beginning. We did, you know, we were raised up in deliverance ministry. We were raised up in healing. We were raised up in sure. all of those things. And, and I was and we were raised up in the good news of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, and I have said for 20 years, the, you know, the word gospel means good news. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting good news, you're not getting the gospel. And I can sit here live right now in this moment and say the gospel is good news. Mm-hmm. And so in May of uh, 2021, um, she was diagnosed with a very, very aggressive two different types of cancers, very, very aggressive, very fast moving, yeah. the whole deal. It was literally the day after my dad went to heaven when mm-hmm. we that we had for four years um, with dementia. Um, and so the next day she was diagnosed with that. And so we did um, a pretty intense Next, you know, 20 weeks or whatever. So with, the day after your father Yeah, went to heaven after the dementia and all that stuff, yeah. You get the diagnosis that your <clears throat> wife has cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was literally like, how fast can you get down to the women's clinic in Portland? And how oh fast goodness. can you get to brown cancer? And how fast can you spend eight hours the next day? They did 36 biopsies. You know, wow. it was just like pretty, pretty, you know, and pictures and all that stuff. So. And this is something a lot of people don't know. During that time, you guys didn't tell anybody. No, we didn't tell anybody. And people were because I know you two, and I've been on the other end of you being the people that pour into people. That's just who you guys are. Right. I was on the other end of like, hey, Steve, help me, guys, help us process this. And I don't know that you're going through this. And I'm not mad at you because of that. I'm actually yeah. like blown away by yeah. how strong she yeah. was and you guys were to go through that and like be like we don't want people to think about us like that right yeah we don't want cancer to be the story here we want yeah. jesus to be the story wow. period no matter what wow 
And, uh, and that was, you know, that was really to her credit more than anything. I mean, she was still doing hair. She was a hairdresser and she was doing hair. She, and her, her, her hairdressing was ministry, you know, counseling and ministering people in that little, in our little salon. And, and um, there'd be days that, you know, I would go down and she'd be in the laundry room, couldn't get off the floor. And I'd pick her up and put her back together and send her back into the game, you know, or I would go down and wow. I would hang out and talk with the customers just to kind of like diffuse or like deflect some of Without that. Without them and, knowing. Yeah. And they never knew. My goodness. And so she was super amazing, man. Super amazing. Anybody knows her. I mean, her heart, the whole deal. And so let's see if we can do this. So. So then it fast forward and, you know, we didn't know last July 8th, her birthday party that we would be sitting here talking about this, you know, kind of thing. And so when it really kicked out, it went fast. I will say this honestly, we pursued the full healing. We pursued absolutely everything. Yeah. And it's not like we didn't. We we would normally not have ever gone down a chemo road. That's not, that wasn't within our faith. We did because God opened up these doors so amazingly that we couldn't not do it. And and when we got 20 weeks down the road, all of that cancer was gone. And that was November of 2021. And then by, you know, February, it was all coming back with a faster vengeance. And so that's okay, because then what do you do? Well, you just go back to what you know. Mm-hmm. Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the wounds of Jesus, all of these things that we have stood on for all of this time. Mm-hmm. So then, and that's good, and it's all good. And man, we, she dug deeper. She was so faithful, man. She dug deeper, even better than I did. But there in the end, in those last days, I, I will say that, that I had a conversation with the man who was our pastor, our counselor, and knew we were going to be married before we did. The Holy Spirit had already told him. It was the first time I ever met him. And he's the one that married us. He's the one that was our counselor and teacher for, you know, 15 years beyond that. And, um, and I called him the night before crying because what is left, what is left the night before? I didn't know she was going to have it in the morning, but she was in hospice at the time. What am I missing? And he looked at me and he said, you know, for the last 20 minutes, I hear the Lord saying, this is between Jeannie and Jesus. And she gets to stand up and walk out of there with you and go home with you. Or she gets to stand up and walk out of there and go to home to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then he says, but this is Jesus. This is the center point of our whole faith and existence, right. who we've given our whole lives to. Yeah. This is Jesus. And why would we ever want her mm-hmm. to not go with him? Right. And, and this is heaven. And he goes, we don't have the words to describe heaven. But then he goes and spends the next five minutes describing heaven, heaven like I've never heard before. So absolutely amazing. And I'm unable to even repeat it because I don't even remember it. I was crying. It was so amazing. Sure. <laughs> but when that happened, there was a peace that came upon me and my son, Dennis. And we walked out of there completely different. Two things. One is she passed away. The next, she went to heaven the next morning at 7.14 in the morning on 7.14, and he went to heaven exactly one week later after that conversation on the same day. It was the wildest thing, dude, so I can't process this with him either. So it's really left it to be me and Jesus, wow. right? And so so he tells me all this stuff, puts packs me together, puts us both together. We walk out of there. My son says, man, it's amazing how different you can feel after a 30-minute phone call. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And so then she goes to heaven the next morning glowing. I mean, we have witnesses, our friend Joel Gertis. Yep. She she started glowing about the evening before, all through the night. The eight hours later at the at the Shannon funeral home, she's she looks so amazing. A, a pastor friend came in and goes, Wow, they did a good job on her. And Joel looks at him and goes, They haven't even touched her. 
she looked young and just fierce and right. beautiful and so cool. It was supernatural. And so as supernatural as our marriage was, the supernatural transitioning of her to heaven is really good. And wow. she is more she is more alive now than she's ever been. All of our loved ones, you know, yeah. in, in relationship with just the living God. And that's why we call him the living God. So uh, just real quick, and it was interesting for me, the day of her birthday which we had just found out, right? Yeah. You guys hadn't told anybody. You're like, we're going to go ahead and turn her birthday yeah. this weekend. We had we had to get in the hospice to get her to yeah. get her oxygen. Remember, she did yeah. your little thing, and uh, we 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 all got together and did this birthday party celebration with her. Right. Right. All these people just found out, yeah. and it's the day. This is crazy that we release Rafa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can say, yeah. where's God? Why didn't he yeah. do it okay. on the day you released this song about healing? I'm like, okay, but stop. What are the chances of that song being released on the day of her birthday? Yeah. All of this is not yeah. by accident. I know. And it's not that God is not good and he doesn't do it. Yeah. But there's this line in the song that I fought for. And I don't mean to make this about a song. I'm oh, no, not. No, I'm just good. telling you. Um, this is either now or forever. We know it's going to come. And that's really the hard part for us. And I know it's raw for you, and I know it's fresh, but actually that's kind of why I wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want you to get too far apart away from it. Right. Um, yeah, this isn't good podcast if you don't cry. Still, so <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to need you to poke yourself in the eyes or something. <laughs> but there's so many people out there that go through something like this, and I, I can't say that I can relate. I'm not going to even try. I don't want to give it away, but we're talking about like the end of this Chosen season, which is a TV show about Jesus, an episodic show about Jesus. Again, I know Dallas Jenkins. I've met him. We were on their Christmas special. He is not telling the Bible word for word. He is telling stories that are pulled from what God has said in his word about, you know, what God's like and what Jesus is like. And he's telling these great stories. And in it, there's this tragedy that happens to Simon Peter's with him and his wife. Something happens and it's tragic. And he's asking that question where were you? I've given everything to you, Jesus. I've given you all. Where was, you know, where were you? And a lot of people asking that question, what do you, what do you say to that? Like, what was your answer to that? Because you didn't do that. I don't feel like you ever did. Yeah. Like, where are you, God? How could you let this happen? I, my background is actually a counseling community, a Christian counseling community in Colorado Springs. And, and we completely understand being angry at God. He's huge. You can mm -hmm. totally be angry at God. He doesn't take that personal. And it's more, more, it's, it's, you know, you just don't be lukewarm towards it all. Be hot or cold. You know what I mean? Because that's, because <laughs> right. he says that's okay. It's the lukewarm stuff he can't handle, you know? And so, you for, know, Jewish culture, man, being grieving was a spiritual process. Like yeah. it was a big deal. They made a thing out of it. You they know? made a thing for sure. And, and, and again, for me personally, it was um, I had I knew I had to go into that process fully feeling, right, and yeah. have I mean I've cried all over the United States on driving roads and yeah, sure, all over Shelby sure. County and you know it, it, but but at the same time I've I felt I feel this I like embrace this feeling and this whether it's sorrow or sadness. I mean, it's brutal. This is brutal stuff you go through. Mm -hmm. It's 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 brutal and terrible and wonderful all at the same time, because this is the very God that I've spent my life 
praising and saying, you are my Lord of Lords and my King of Kings. You know, it's also understanding that we're new creations. You know, Steve Ladden died a long time ago. I'm a new creation. And mm-hmm. so, and so, you know, I'm down for my King. For my King, I'll die. You know yeah. what I mean? But, oh, but all of a sudden it doesn't go the way I want it. And now I'm, now I'm like, you know, flipping him off. No, yeah. it doesn't. It never works that way for me. He is bigger than me. He is the master chess player. Jeannie, he loved her way more than I did. Mm. You know what I mean? He yeah. loved her way and long before I did. As much as I miss her and I feel these things at the same time, I get so thankful. I get so thankful that she's with him, that there's heaven, that he has done all this, that he's prepared this way. And so... I think the the last, something you said to me is like if you could say in one phrase, what was it? Yeah, Job says, "Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him." Mm. Now I've always had a hard time with God slaying me, right? You know, the Son of Man came to destroy the works of the devil, right? Mm. He's the bad guy here, right? Right. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. I would tell you in a heartbeat that Jeannie would stand here saying, Psh, "I've had an abundant life." She told me, "Look." When I go to heaven, you sell the house, you sell everything, you know, move back to Colorado, get remarried. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be in heaven. <laughs> That's what she used to say. And so, Gosh. and you know her, so you can yeah, see yeah, that on totally her face. Her. You know what like, I mean? And she believes that a thousand percent. You know, you said this to me before too. Like you look at the Psalms and time and time again, you see oh. them start with, where where are you, God? You know, I'm crying out to you. I'm crying out to you, and I'm going through this thing. But they end with, oh yeah, praise and de- declaration of how amazing He creates. He created the heavens and the earth. He created the universe. So yeah, and Dallas Jenkins does a great job in this last episode of season three, where of the he, chosen, he yeah, right. of the chosen, where he he sort of shows that, and literally it starts out. There's so many psalms that are of despair. There's so many psalms of of abandonment right. by God, of of anger, you know, of mm. crying out and not getting the answer. You know what I mean? Right. And Jesus is the answer. And then it and then it shifts. Even those old psalms shift. Even David's heart or Asaph or whoever, their hearts shift to who he truly is. I feel like God is just letting people know, even as you're talking about it, even for me. I'm like, I'm not planning on this to happen to terror eye or something right. like that. But right. if it does or something happens, will I say, yeah, yo, though he slay me, I will still trust him. You know, Francis Chan does this great vi- like visual example of a rope that's real long. Yeah. And one little part of it is just tiny little part is red. And he says, this is here and now. The- imagine the rest of this is eternity. <laughs> Yeah, it goes like out the door, yeah, like out, goes out, out into the street. Right. Yeah, right, and he's like, this is kind of a small example. It's good. And we get so caught up in this little bitty part, and we forget there's forever. And with you, if I can encourage people, just by knowing you and going through this, and nobody's saying it's easy, no. but you can be closer to the Lord after something like this. You, you have that choice of either, like you said, flipping him off, pushing him away, and going through this tragedy without hope, going through a tragedy without joy, without faith, without right. love, or you have the opportunity to let him embrace you yeah. through this, comfort you and hold you through this and bring you out on the other side, more confident of who he is. Absolutely. Despite what we see with our eyes, because we've both seen people healed. Yeah. 
We have both experienced the miraculous in God. And I still stand for it. And I still stand for it too, but yet I see things happen that don't make sense. Right. And that's why I would say the whole like, whether it's now or forever, he keeps his word. Bill Johnson says this, he, he lost. Yeah, right. He lost. Hey, Benny, Benny, his wife went to heaven about eight hours before Jeannie. Crazy. And people could say, aha, see, God doesn't heal. Your wife passed away. Right. And he said, God doesn't owe me an explanation. Yes. I owe him everything. Everything. That may sound like unfair, but it's only unfair because we can't see the whole picture. Steve, would you mind doing like a quick prayer for yeah. people? Oh. So, Father, I just thank you so much for your great love. I thank you that you are a God of love. And, Father, I just release your presence right now on every person listening to the sounds of our voices. Jesus said that words are spirit, and we know that... Um, Words have an effect long after the sounds of our voices have ceased. And I just speak the peace of Jesus, the shalom of Sar Shalom, mm -hmm. the peace of the Prince of Peace. I just speak your peace, your healing, your wholeness, that you will hold on to us, God, that you will not let us go. And I thank you that you won't. And Father, I just thank you right now that you're working even behind the scenes. You're faithful, you're trustworthy, and you're good. And you're working powerfully even behind the scenes where we don't see it. And I thank you that you're moving supernaturally in the lives of every person that's listening to the sounds of my voice. And we just say we love you, God. We just invite you into every detail that you are welcome in our lives. We thank you that you know us, that you see us, that you hear us, and that you're working on our behalf. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, until next time, I'm Stephen McCorder. And you've been listening to Build the Kingdom Podcast.